If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. And Sammy's not here this week. That A gaping silence. Gaping is... silence, gaping hole in our lives and day today. <sighs> She's at a wedding. We wish her the best. We wish her and the couple the best. Oh yeah, right. The couple too. All the best. All the best to um to them, and so she'll be back. She just sometimes you got to take a little time to celebrate, and we are happy for her mm-hmm. to do that, and mm-hmm. happy for the couple, as said before. But Henley, just us. Just How are us. you? I'm Did anything good. scary happen to you this week, Henley? Ah, uh, so okay. So here's the thing. This concept about did anything scary happen to me? <laughs> Oh, we're breaking it down to the concept. <laughs> Means that I, that I cannot do what I would love to do, which is to give a recommendation. And I, I give a recommendation. It's what I always want to do. But now that we're saying like something scary, I, I, I guess the scary thing is how much I loved this show. You know what I mean? I always have to do something corny like sure. that. But no, I like it. Or you could say um, it's scary to me that anybody might not know. Ooh. About this show. And we so probably, I'm gonna tell We probably should have workshopped you. this offline and, and then I could have fed it in fed it in organically. It's nice but to you let know people what? into the process sometimes. Yep. Front row seat to the process. Um okay, so what I want to shout out is the fact that one of our guests, Oscar Montoya, oh yes, is in a show that mm-hmm. I watched last night, two episodes on HBO Max called Minx. So Oscar did Attack of the Killer Clowns. If Killer you guys Clowns have- from Outer Space. God damn it. I did that last <laughs> time, it. too. You did it last time. I, I, I did I, it I, it. However it lives in your brain is fine, but it, but that is wrong. It's it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> I, kinda, I like that. I just outer keep space doing it. Outer Space is like a huge part of the whole deal, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So that's really important. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I remember when he was on, we kind of like talked about it briefly. And then I saw on his social media that he was going to be in an upcoming HBO show. And then last night, my husband, Tim, was recommending that we watch the show Minx. And I was like, sure, whatever. I don't know what that is. And I was watching it. And I was like, holy shit. I know who that is. That's Oscar. And it's so good. I my expectations were really exceeded like it exceeded my expectations completely i because i didn't know about it at all and Mm -hmm. to be like i just i feel like i wasn't sure about the whole like going into watching a show about the porn industry that's all i knew and then i was like oh no this completely surprised me i thought the writing was excellent the acting was excellent it was like so beautifully in the world so funny so funny 
And I just loved it. And I can't wait to watch the rest of the season. And I can't believe that Oscar's in it. And so I was so happy He's to see star. him. He's a star. He's an absolute star. He mm-hmm. really is. I haven't seen Minx yet. I'm very excited to. I'm very behind on watching. You know that I have a really hard time watching things and starting anything new. It is on my list. Um, I'm sure that Oscar is amazing in it because he is such a talent. The wardrobe is outstanding. The wardrobe is so fun. I'm very interested in this world. I started watching, um, uh, Joel and I started watching Pam and Tommy mm-hmm. the other night, finally, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like I'm a little bit conflicted about watching because didn't Pam Anderson not want it to be made? And so that I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. Because here's the deal, and I don't, I don't know why she didn't want it to be. I don't know how she feels about it now that it was. It's crazy to me that you can make a show about somebody's life if they're alive and being like, please don't. But it's like, we don't, we just, sorry, I don't care if it's your life. It doesn't matter. We're going to make the show. Which is like, how is that? How did, it's strange to me. But, um, but I also watched it, and I've only watched the pilot. Um, uh, but it made me very interested in the porn industry, and it made me, and I mean, this might be the reason why she didn't want it to be made, because it did make me think like, I want to watch that sex tape. Oh, it made me feel that way too. Which I totally like, want to watch like, the sex how tape. Could I not <laughs> want to watch it. But I think my my feeling is, in general, I will. I I I cannot. No matter how much I want to, I will not let myself ever watch a sex tape or nudes or anything that was like released without that person's consent. That that feels very bad. No matter yeah. how. I mean, I, it's it's like I could be the only person left in the world who hasn't watched. The Payne Anderson sex tape, and I really want to, but I, I won't if if that's not what she wants. Joel said that maybe they re-released, like she re-released one with her own, because I don't know. I'm going to look into it. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I find the porn, I think that's such an interesting world to like set mm-hmm. uh, a show in. And I don't, and mm-hmm. it's like in the 70s too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're yeah. going to talk about the 70s today, baby. We're going to talk about it. I got a lot of thoughts about the 70s and it is applicable to our film today but before before we do that um did anything scary happen thank to you, this you Henley. <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking about how to ask it of myself <laughs> um thank you so much um uh no not really but um uh except what if that, that was all you said <laughs> just like <laughs> no nope. really thanks for asking Pass. no it's sometimes it's just nice to be asked um <laughs> I, I, my internal clock is really messed up this week because, mm-hmm. um, of daily savings time and just, I don't know, it, it you know, it just is. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're going to stop. I have a couple questions about daylight savings time. We're going to stop sure. doing it in 2023, right? That, that passed, that's happening. But where does it stay if we do that? In I this that one? Was, I thought it was permanently this one. It's got to be, it's permanently, because permanently the other one would be sad, right? We're not going to do that. Well, I've heard conflicting reports about this because actually it's probably better for us to do the other one. And I like the really clear scientific way we're explaining (laughs) this. Hey, and and if you're listening to this at a time that's not currently, you know, March 2022, figure it out. Which one's this one? Which one's that one? So this one is this one is daylight savings time has started. This it is in started. action. And the other option is for it to not 
be in action. And so for us to not be gaining that extra hour of light towards the end of the day. And what I read was that teenagers are the ones that suffer from this the most is because oh, they're because it's dark when they're going to school. Yeah, they have to get up super early already. And that's like really fucking with them. And they're and like not dangerous. wanting to. So why don't we just yeah. make them not go to school so early? Yeah, I don't know. Like that, that seems feels so like obvious. a more reasonable thing to do yeah but everyone seemed no one wants to do anything reasonable these days you know what i mean no oh, one's like are we getting political <laughs> no <laughs> remember when we used to be you know, talk about politics a lot on the podcast and a lot of people did not like it no they did not like it but they I were not say, happy about it they were not happy they're like one star these ladies think some, they know about we got politics some reviews we got some reviews i don't i don't listen to podcasts where people talk about current events um Sorry. Sorry. Um, but here's the deal. I haven't fucking looked at the news in like a year and a half. So yeah. like serves me right. Truly, since Trump has been out of office, like someone reminded me of Trump the other day and I was like, well, I, <laughs> I blacked that out. I don't remember yeah. anything. Huge span of, of our lives. I'm not su- I'm not supporting that. But I do have to say I stopped looking at the news. Yeah. Um, OK, wait, were you going to say something um, else? That's scary I, yeah. I, I was going to say something else, which is that my internal clock is is has been messed up. I've woken up really early, which is not what daily savings is supposed to do. But um, I have to wake up really early for work on Thursdays and Fridays. And mm-hmm. so I think because of the consecutive days, then like Saturday and Sunday, which should be the days I sleep in, I woke up really early um, for me, which is like 715. That's early. I woke up at 715 on a Saturday and a Sunday. And and I. But, like, was up. Like, there was no going back to sleep. It just wasn't happening. And I guess what's scary is um, how much you can accomplish if you wake up at 7.15 mm-hmm. and, and have a whole day. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe – I can't believe mm-hmm. the amount of things I accomplished this weekend. Yesterday, mm-hmm. woke up at 7.15, fully – we, like, went out to breakfast, went to the flea market, cleaned our entire apartment, like, cleaned our entire – like, Fully, like deep clean, like Joel was like taking all the things off the stove and like scrubbing all the stuff. We were completely done by 3.30. And I was like, what is happening? And then you add in the extra hour of light and it was like, we have a whole other day left and we've done all this shit. Today, I rewatched the entire movie for today and took notes and tailored a pair of pants. It's 12 o'clock. Like what? I'll never do it on purpose because waking up, I would love to sleep in. But like, wow. Here's the thing. Before I had a kid. If I woke up early, which I did a lot, I would have a full like existential crisis with not knowing how to fill my time. Like it's like, oh my God, I am up at 6 a.m. Like, what do I fucking do with myself? This is terrible. Put me back to sleep. I want to be sleeping. I don't want to be active in the world. That sounds terrible. Um, Now I have a kid and I don't have that problem because he's awake all the time. Or the choice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I feel you. I understand completely. It's really astounding. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of people wake up early and exercise. Like, that's what I think a lot of people do that early in the morning. My My husband, Tim, Tim's brother... Will shout out to Will. Uh, he Hi, wakes Will. up. At, he wakes up at five a.m. every day. Yeah, you told me that. That's horrifying. Five a.m. Five a.m. Though that's not. That's not good. How? That's not good. It's I too much. It's too much. That's too. That's like a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I really agree. Because <laughs> that, that's like that's just you should want to be asleep. Hmm. You know? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. He's just exercising. He's working. He's getting a lot done. Well, okay. good for Will. Um, okay. okay. Let's get into this movie. Let's get into this movie. Okay. So, okay. So, Sammy's not, Sammy's not here this week. 
So I had to watch the movie and I was nervous. I was nervous about it. But I guess what I did it. And I also think I think anybody could. And and maybe maybe anybody should. And this week's movie is <laughs> Carrie, the original. Is there a remake? There yeah. was a remake, right? Okay. Yeah. So it's the original Carrie. It came out in 1976. So we're going to talk about the 70s. As, as I mentioned, it's written by Lawrence D. Cohen, based on the novel by Stephen King. Uh, it was directed by Brian De Palma, um, who we're also going to talk about. Uh, starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, Amy Irving, William Cat, John Travolta, Nancy Allen, Betty Buckley. And um, it's available to stream or uh, rent. You have to, to pay for it on Amazon Prime. Uh, but oh, um, but when I went to rent it this week, they said coming to Prime in 13 days. So if you by the time this episode comes out, it'll be like, you know, like coming to Prime in like nine days. So if you really want to wait and not rent that three ninety nine, you can watch it on Prime in about nine days. And I'm very, very excited. We have a guest here to talk about this movie with us. I'm so thrilled to have the wonderful Mary Holland. Hi. hi, Mary. Hi, Yay. hi, hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's uh, oh. The pleasure is ours, Mary. Oh, the pleasure is mine, and it's <laughs> exclusively mine. Okay, that's pretty rude. <laughs> Mary, how are you? Did anything scary happen to you this week? Um, did anything scary happen to me this week? Well, yes, actually. Last night, I, we, um, have just moved into a new place. We've been here just a few months and we were asleep. <laughs> it was 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. A good time to be asleep. Exactly. Hour. And I thought to myself, I'm going to be asleep during this time. Mm-hmm. And then, but then I wasn't. Then I woke up and I heard a tap, tap, tap coming from outside the window. No. Behind our bed. No. no. This is such a classically scary thing. It was really scary. And I went to our bathroom. Alone? And I thought, Did you wake up mad? Oh, no, no, no. I went alone. And I thought to myself, listen, two birds, one stone. I peed. <laughs> And then sure. I also opened the window because it faces the same, like, there's like a little, um, uh, <laughs> it's not an alley, but it's like a, uh, <laughs> a, like, a like side yard area next mm, to, like, mm -hmm. right behind where our um, bedroom window is. And then the window in the bathroom faces that same area. So I was like, this is what I'll do. I'm going to have a pee. I'm going to peek my head outside. I'm going to see what uh -huh. I can see. Nothing there. Nothing there. And it was super quiet. And then I got back in bed, and then I heard the tap, tap, tap Oh, again. no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and then Matt did wake up, and he used the bathroom, and he got back in bed, and I was like, I've been hearing this. you hear this? Like, tap, tap, tap. And he was like, oh, yeah, I hear that a lot. <laughs> and I was like, what are his thoughts? Okay, well, should we check on it or just leave it, I guess? Um, I don't know. It sounds like the water heater is also right there, so it's, mm. it sounds like some sort of mechanical thing. It de okay. or it doesn't, or at worst case, it's a gopher. 
Oh, <laughs> worst case, it's a gopher. gopher. I really worst thought case. I really thought that you were going to say ghost, and then you said gopher. <laughs> it's a gopher. Worst, <laughs> it's a worst case. case, it's a gopher. You know, that's not a bad. That's not a terrible worst case scenario. No, no, I think we're okay. It's pretty reassuring. It's reassuring to get that very casual response to someone who's like, "Oh yeah, no, I hear it all the time." And you're like, "Absolutely." Oh, oh okay, okay. I guess I shouldn't be. I guess I shouldn't alarmed. be scared. <laughs> Wait, Mary. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about scary movies? Oh my gosh, great question. I have, ooh, I have a real push-pull relationship with them. I love, here's the thing. I'm so scared to see them. Mm -hmm. And then after I see them, I become really obsessed with them. And I like read all these articles about them. I read um, like analyses about the horror movies. Like Mm -hmm. uh, I get, I, I really, the thing about me, Mm-hmm. <laughs> is uh, I love a world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a horror movie, really, the the really great ones do that so well, where you're immersed in an atmosphere and in a vibe and in a world. And I love that so much. Um, I'm not really drawn to like Saw Part One through Fifty, yeah, Tor- torture porny stuff. I don't really like. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I, yeah. That doesn't do it for me but i do love the like unsettling um i love psychological mm. horror movies i love all of ari aster's stuff mm. i think that they're so good you know um even though it's i'm ugh, i don't like i don't like get horny for um <laughs> horny <laughs> I'm sorry to bring this up so early, but like, I just want to tell you guys like what makes me horny or not. Um, tell us, and, tell us. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but I don't, I don't really get, I, I don't enjoy um, just gross. Yeah, I mean, like I guess gore. I already said this gross out stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I will, I will sit through it, and I do like it if it is serving a. Um, uh, a larger theme. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I, I completely know what you mean because I think that I feel the exact same way, except I'm unwilling to watch the movie. <laughs> I want to know <laughs> everything mm-hmm. about right, the movie. Right. Yes. And I, so this pocket, this is a great idea because then you can. Exactly. It is what it is. I yeah. want to know all the deets. I want to know absolutely everything, but I do not want to have to visually witness any of the actual harm coming to anyone's bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, you know what? I, my roommate in college and I used to do a thing where we would tell each other. I remember she once told me the plot of Kill Bill because I was too scared to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I love that. It's, there's something really fun about just being told a great story um, and not, and you can just like imagine it and not have to see it. Yeah, it's very it's it's great. Actually, I'm pretty sure my yeah, I'm pretty sure someone told me the plot of Kill Bill as well. <laughs> but you've come a long way if you're too scared to see Kill Bill and I are watching horror movies left like and right. Like Ari yeah. Aster tier horror movies too, which mm-hmm. are very much. Yes, those are those are varsity level. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my husband Matt is very much into them, and so I think it's it's also sort of like okay. I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I guess I'm you, you'll be brought along for the, the, for the ride. Yes, yes. What is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Like to to you for you? Well, my uh, my scariest movie experience. 
My scariest scary movie experience was when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I I know. It usually all, ca- all stories. I, I held myself up because I was about to say, "Was there one that you saw as a child?" And I was like, "I bet it's gonna <laughs> yes. be that anyway." And so, yep, let's go. It's a let's go. Buckle up. <laughs> um, I I don't remember. I remember nothing about the context surrounding this, but I remember seeing on the screen a little boy in a yellow raincoat. And he was like, it was raining, and it was chasing a boat yep. uh, going down the side of the road. And I was like, hey, I'm a little kid. <laughs> I relate this is to this. probably for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, started watching it, and I was like, whoa, whoa, there's a clown in the um, storm oh, drain. And then, <gasps> and then we all know what happened. Yeah. Does it, is it the same in the original? Is the yes. remake... It is pretty much the same. I mean, it's it's um an arm. I see I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Well, yeah. the in the remake it goes all like there's nothing left of the imagination no. and in um in the original he just like opens his mouth and you like get <gasps> yeah. this like it's like so you don't really see anything happen, but but you know. But you know. But you can put two and two together even as a 6-year-old. Oh, I was like probably even worse as a 6-year-old. Uh, exactly. And it really effed me up but it started a very early obsession from a young age with Stephen King mm. um, and I sought out oh my gosh I remember my friends and I would like <laughs> oh gosh whoa I haven't thought about this in a long time um, the t- the t- <laughs> we were I, I got really obsessed with it growing up so that scared me so bad like I and I found out it was from this movie it and it was like this whole thing and I became you know um, I was like 12 or something and my friends and I would um, try to get Stephen King books out of the public library but I grew up in a really small town in Virginia and I remember we tried to check The Shining out of the library and the center part of the book like you could get a few chapters in but then the middle chunk of the book was stapled together stop it stop it yeah because it was too too much adult stuff too much like scary stuff too much sexy stuff yeah, they so just I don't know if they censored a whole chunk of the book in the <laughs> they library. Did. So you can see if you read the beginning, you read the end. Oh my God. So that wait, the end where he like chases his family with an axe, you can read that part? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could they were like, that's fine. Because they don't know like what led to that. You know what I mean? That's, that's a real so horror. Much worse. <laughs> <laughs> um Ugh. Yes, I thought that was so and I also don't know if they did that because they're like these twelve year old girls just want to mm. read about because there's a lot of like sex stuff in that book. But anyway, I, I got really obsessed with Stephen King and started, I, be, I just consumed his books. Um, and uh, Carrie being one of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I, I he, he is a horror author that I think does the thing that I really like, which is he really makes a vibe and his ideas are so strange and scary and like kind of otherworldly sometimes. And it's just, uh, it's cool. Well, Mary, we on this podcast historically have beef with Stephen King. Oh, historically. <laughs> historically. And to be completely honest, it's been a long time since we've talked about him. And I was trying to recall why. Henley, do you remember why? Because his book, you read a book that was boring? <laughs> <gasps> How dare. Is that what it is? Is that why we don't like him? Okay, I think it was two things. One, it was just funny, the idea of us having like a, like, 
no one at the very beginning of this podcast the only people are listening are our parents and for us to try to start (laughs) beef with Stephen King you know what I mean was just like a funny idea and then the only back the only backup was that one time I tried to read Under the Dome and it was too long and it got me me yeah I haven't read that it was made me mad and that was the only other reason I can think of I can't I I, I, there we had there was a reason, but yeah, I was truly like, oh, Stephen, like, I was like, oh, Carrie, Stephen King, oh, that guy. And then I was like, why? <laughs> why? I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe also because he was like a stand in for like male dominated horror. You I know what I mean? I think it was sure. sort of that. I think it was sure. sort of that. Um, I think I was mad about some of the stuff that happens in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of, You're mad there's about a that? lot of stuff that doesn't and- <laughs> age well. Yeah, or shouldn't have been in there in the first place. Okay. Also, there's we we watched all of Eli, Eli Roth's history of horror. Oh, Shutter oh, presents yeah. Eli Roth's history yeah, of horror. I love that. It's a very cool series. It's it a is. very cool series. And Eli Roth and Stephen King interviewed each other, and I think we were also kind of put off by that because they were both yeah, like the vibe oh. was just like yeah. I think oh. it's, I think it's just sort of like hey guys get over yourself. Which you know it's Stephen King is yeah. like you know a real a really big deal. <laughs> But get over yourself. It's funny for us to take that stance. Do you know what I mean? And you should. Thank you. Thank, it's really, it's and good. We're just, just trying to be funny. We're just trying to be funny. Um, although I do, yeah. re- now that we were talking about people who didn't, who don't, who gave us bad reviews. Why are we talking about this? But I do, some, I do remember we got a bad review once who was like, they don't even like Stephen King. <laughs> How do you do a horror podcast? He's not like for everybody. King. But, but uh, no. he's not for everybody. And also you're, you're. You're you're doing a horror podcast, but you're being you are non horror fans. Mm-hmm. Thank exactly. you, Mary. And exactly. And you're being exactly. So what the heck? What the, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> so my big question is, what the heck? <laughs> sort of my big question. It's my big thing. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. 
That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wow. Okay. Okay. Mary, speaking of Stephen King, speaking of this movie. Yeah. um, So you're, do you have any particular attachment to Carrie aside from it being Stephen King? Like I want to know. And I do. And Mm. I do. Again, this was when I was 12 and I was really, ooh, you know, I was really reaching for something. Um, uh-huh. I don't know what it was, but I I wanted to feel, I felt incredibly powerless in m- my life, as I'm sure a lot of us did at that age. Mm-hmm. And uh, in particular, I remember I like dated a guy, <laughs> just so ridiculous. <laughs> we we like saw each other at school. That's how we dated. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and we broke up and he... He's like he was like the funniest guy in the class or whatever, and he would make fun of me a lot, mm. and it really, um, it really did a number on me. But, uh, but I remember reading Carrie or coming. Mm. Across, I think I read it, but I was like, oh, if I had telekinesis, <laughs> and I one time I remember, I, I remember trying to do it. I like it was like early days of the internet. And I like looked up a GeoCities website about how to like <laughs> move things do with your telekinesis. Mind. Yes, and it was like take a toilet paper roll, <laughs> or like the the what is that the um the, car- the cardboard the, 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 the yes the tube take the tube and like put something on a surface and then take the tube and look at the thing through the tube and then just focus your all your mental energy what on moving. What role that does thing. the tube play in this? It sort of serves to like narrow your field your, of vision. Yes. Okay. Yes. So so you can just see that thing. Okay. And also it's like fun to like, you know, you can make something out of it after. Yeah. Which simple. is really yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I did. I like <laughs> I mean, it must have been so ridiculous. Just this like, you know <laughs> preteen girl in bed just like staring at like a paperclip trying so hard to move it but i really thought i was like and i think that's what stephen king tapped into here which is like this the powerlessness of uh, being a teen girl Mm. and what if you had this incredible power Mm. i mean that's what all those superhero movies do too but it's like i loved it so it really spoke to me as a as a preteen that makes sense yeah it's interesting henley have you ever seen carrie or read it no, I have not. However, I did see, I believe, like a couple of scenes on the television when I was younger. And all I remember is she has a scary, mean mom. And I think that that like yeah. unlocked something for me about like 
horror in general, which is that it's not just ghosts. It's not just supernatural stuff. It's also just like human relationships. I love that. Sometimes that's the scariest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because he's so inescapable, especially yeah, she's like a kid living with her very bad, wild mom and there's nothing she can do about it. We we will get into that. We will get into Ooh, it. We're gonna get. We're in. gonna get but, into it. But I don't know anything else, so I'm really excited oh to gosh, hear everything. I, so besides, excited. like you know, I have some of the classic images in my head, but I don't really know anything else. I never. I had never seen it. I'd never read it. I um I love that. That's I'm like so I can picture some of the visuals, but I knew like very very little. And I, the things that surprised there's some things that I knew of were like um. Like Riverdale does a sort of Carrie oh. <laughs> episode, <laughs> so I was like, I know what I know from the episode of Riverdale. So funny, and uh, I've seen like you know the the classic dress covered in blood uh, picture. Um, but yeah, the thing that surprised me is like Carrie's kind of a hero. Like Carrie's mm-hmm. sort of like yeah, I, I don't know. It's I'm very. Ooh. Very excited to get into it. Um, before we get into the the plot of Carrie, a couple of little stats about it. Um, it has a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty five percent on Metacritic, oh. seven point four on IMDb. Quite quite tough. high. These for are all tough. This. Yes, these are tough ratings to get. So these are tough ratings to get. You rarely get out of the sixes on IMDb. They, oh gosh, good luck to you. Good luck. <laughs> uh, so seven point four, pretty good. Budget was uh, one point eight million. Box office thirty three point eight million. So mm, congratulations, huge success. congratulations, yeah. huge success! It was the first movie adaptation um, of Stephen King's writing. So you know, oh wow, I didn't know that. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, it was also the first movie role for John Travolta. I did not know John Travolta was in that. That was shocked me when you said that earlier. Shocked. Yeah, when he appears on screen, I was like, what? And what a character! And what a character! And he's like, it's he's like, no, he's no Danny Zuko. He's no Danny Zuko. He and like a young, just like man, young John Travolta was really something else. Some, mm, uh, just, he mm-hmm. steals the whole screen, you know. He was something else. He yeah. steals the whole screen. Um, <laughs> both Sissy Spacek and Piper Laurie were nominated for Oscars for their performances in this movie. Uh, they didn't win, but they were nominated. Well, but they were nominated. They, they got were the nominated. Nod. It's an honor just to be nominated. They got the nod. Um, okay, some some little trivia. Man, I it, it was hard choosing what trivia to <laughs> bring up here because there is a lot of it on check it out on imdb.com. There's a lot and let me tell you what. A lot of it is wild. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, some some sort of more standard trivia. When Sissy Spacek was preparing for her character, she isolated herself from the rest of the ensemble decorated her dressing room with heavy religious iconography and studied Gustave Doré's illustrated Bible. She mm, also wow. studied the body language of people being stoned for their sins Holy and shit. started or ended every scene in one of those positions. Holy wow. shit. Wow. Oh, my God. That's fascinating. That's how you get that Oscar nom. That now, is... Sissy, <laughs> you're really doing it. She's She was... <laughs> doing it um the ending of the movie is different than the ending from the novel i don't know what the other ending is Mm -hmm. but i would love to find out um and in fact stephen king likes the ending in the movie better than the ending in his own book oh okay um do you know the well we should maybe wait till the end 
We'll wait till the end to say. I'm trying to remember what happens in the book. Mm, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Um, They use the same music as Psycho. That like, yeah. And as it was happening, I was like, "You can do that in two different movies. (laughs) You can just do that. You can use it again. They can, and they did." Um, Sissy Spacek wasn't considered for the role of Carrie until her husband, art director Jack Fisk convinced Brian De Palma to allow her to audition. Um, Until then, De Palma was wedded to the idea of Amy Irving playing Carrie. Uh, And when Spacek got the part instead, De Palma gave Irving the smaller role of Sue. (laughs) Which, I mean, look, I think Amy Irving is fine, but that would suck. That would really suck. Yeah, that would be tough. That would be tough. Okay, think. Okay, I'll do this. Especially because then she got nominated for an Oscar. You know, that's. I know that's tough. She does a great job as Sue. Um. Oh yeah, she's great. She's great. Uh. Okay. So uh, the way this trivia goes, I'm sorry. I this was me being like uh, filtering out. Uh. There's. It just is so much. So super crazy trivia. Um. It gets weirder as we go. Sissy Spacek asked Brian De Palma how he wanted her to react when Carrie first realizes that she's bleeding in the showers at the start. And De Palma told her, it's like you've been hit by a Mack truck. So Spacek talked to her husband, Jack Fisk, in parentheses, art director. <laughs> they really want to make sure we know that. Um, who, as a child, had been run over by a car <gasps> when he was standing in the streets looking oh at Christmas lights a neighbor had put up. Holy oh shit. Oh my god, that couldn't be a more innocent reason to be standing in the street. <laughs> Can you believe it? So she used his description of the experience as her basis for that scene. <gasps> what? Can you imagine? In shock. Wow. In shock. And you know what? That performance, I can oh. see that. It's really who oh, it's I, okay. I can't wait to tell you about it. Oh my, oh god. my god. Okay. And now here <laughs> we're gonna enter into the area of trivia I've categorized as the 70s were bad. They were bad. They were bad. They were bad for everything. Um but aesthetically, oh so good. Aesthetically. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Are you Loved kidding it. me with the those vibes. high-waisted oh, shorts? Are oh, you kidding me? The clothes, the hair. The clothes, oh my the god. Hair. Everybody looks so name it. good. Oh, and everyone Moto was having Bene. a bad yes. time. Yes, it sucked. It was terrible. It, it was an they awful so time. Good. They felt so bad. Um, okay. Many of the girls present in the locker room were originally hesitant to appear nude in the film. Yes, yeah. there is a lot of gratuitous full frontal female nudity. Um, but after Brian De Palma showed them the nude shots of Sissy Spacek, they became more confident. Oh. What's that? What is that? Why? What is what? She's doing, doing it. There, she's, she's doing, doing it. it. She's hey. getting an Oscar nom. And look at this. Look at this naked woman, the star of my movie. Do you want to look at pictures of her? And then and then you be naked, too. So mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. So that scene is so strange. So strange. I can't and, wait to talk about it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. Sorry. I'm just, I, we'll get, but we're, we're close. Yo, um, yeah, no, no, no. No rush. No, no they I really did didn't. not need to be naked. And that was my first. I was watching. I was like, yeah, what? There are so many naked girls here. And then we don't. We didn't even need Sissy Spacek to be naked, like, as much as she was no. naked. But it was no. the 70s and they wanted them to be um not that that doesn't still happen it does okay uh in a 2010 interview with the av club pj souls who's another actor in the movie said that steven spielberg often came to the set at brian de palma's invitation because de palma told him there were a lot of cute girls down here stop oh, it jesus christ stop it Souls said that spielberg asked out most of the women on the set souls included and amy irving was the only one who accepted 
They were later married from 1985 they did. Yes, to they 1989. Got and they had one oh son together. And you know, Steven Spielberg, Brian De Palma, um, Francis Ford Coppola, all those guys like hung out together. Like they were like best friends. George Lucas. Yep. Like they yep, like yep, yep. so that it's it's so crazy to think of these guys all just like these like titans of the film industry at that time. Who are but that's horrifying. It's, that, no, it's um, like such a boys club a it's literal so, boys club. A literal boys club just these like yeah. very powerful very successful young dudes being like there's a lot of babes on my set i'm making them be naked you want to come like, i'm making them be naked <laughs> I'm making them be na- i, I manipulated them, them into being I convinced naked. them to be naked they're cute come on down ask all <sighs> of them out they asked not to be naked but i said you know what ask you should be out. naked okay oh guys we're so close during the filming of a scene where mrs collins is yelling at the girls in gym Brian De Palma was standing behind Amy Irving just off screen and whispering cruel and hurtful things into her ears in order to make Sue's look of misery and guilt on camera look genuine. Jesus Christ. I love I love it when they use techniques like that. I love it. I love it. We all love it. We all feel like it is like what cruel and hurtful. Th- I, yeah, what was he saying? Um, and lastly, Brian De Palma wanted Betty Buckley to really slap Nancy Allen. Because and- Alan couldn't get the reaction that De Palma wanted, <laughs> Buckley ended up slapping her as many as 30 times. Oh, <laughs> my God. Side note, she later married Brian De Palma. Yes, she did. <laughs> um, that is uh, 30 times. People get slapped slap so much in this movie. It's a no slap. Joke. Yeah, it is a real slap. It's a real slap. Uh, there is so many people get slapped in the face in this movie. It, it, oh my so God. an interesting. I'm, so we're getting we're getting ready to get into it. But Mary, one of my a lot of my questions were, how much of this is the world of Carrie, and how much of this is the seventies were insane? Like it was some it's moments were like the way that the teachers interact with their students, and like the way I'm sort of like a lot of that. I was like, I think this was just okay in the 70s mm-hmm. yeah i mean i don't i don't remember the book well enough to be able to speak to how that's depicted in the book but i definitely feel like the 70s i mean there were yes the teachers are awful the students are awful it's really creating an atmosphere for carrie to where she's like the ultimate victim of mm. uh of just mm. a terrible terrible society um but I, yeah, I, I, like, I mean, could teachers just grab their students in the seventies? Oh 70s? yeah, I do think that that was. I think that that was. They just were like grabbing common. them and yeah. throwing them around, and yeah, and also like, can a teacher making be fun of them? Fun like of, a teach yeah. a grown woman being in a locker room with a bunch of naked underage teen girl? Like it's like is that a, just? And I'm sure that was just yeah, that was just the seventies. But just I was seventies. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that I was like, this is shocking, in its uh, like. It just is shocking, and I don't think it's trying to be in the same way that the other stuff that's trying to be shocking right. is shocking. <laughs> right. It's so unsettling, just Ooh. as a base level. Just a yeah. base level unsettling. I know. Oh, Ooh, okay. But on that note, Mary, do you want to take us through? Heck Wait, should yeah. we watch? Do we watch oh, the trailer? trailer? Should we watch the trailer? Thank you, Henley. My goodness gracious. Um, okay, okay, so we're going to watch the trailer. I will say, Henley, this is a trailer that shows... The entire Everything? movie. It Wait, should the- we should we not watch it? Should we watch it at the end? What do you, you know think? What? We should maybe watch it at the end. Let's, because watch, it at the end. The end. Let's watch it at the end. Show that's great. Everything. Okay. It's the entire okay. movie. And so, but I definitely we will watch it because I am very excited for you to see 
these things, Henley, because yes, yes, it, they're worth seeing. But yeah, but we'll wait until the end. So let's let's do the movie and we will watch the trailer at the end. But if you're listening uh, via the podcast, which is how podcasts are consumed, you will hear the trailer right now. So if you don't want to even hear it, just skip ahead a little bit and then you'll be good. It's the night of the senior prom. The Bates High School gym is alive with excitement. Everybody is there, even Carrie White, the girl no one likes. Oh, sorry about this incident, Cassie. It's Carrie! And everyone makes fun of her. The girl who lives in that creepy house with her crazy mother. Help this any woman see the sin of her days and ways. Show her that if she had remained sinless, the curse of blood would never have come on her. The girl with the strange power. If I concentrate hard enough, I can move things. But tonight, no one will laugh at Carrie. If you don't have a date for the prom next Friday, would you like to go with me? She's with the best-looking boy in the senior class. He's trying to trick me again. She'll be voted queen of the prom. You know, I can make sure that you don't hurt Carrie White anymore. For Carrie, it will be a dream come true. For everyone else, it will be a nightmare. <coughs> Carrie. <coughs> New film by Brian De Palma. Based on the chilling bestseller. Starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, and introducing John Travolta in his first motion picture role. If you have a taste for terror, you have a date with Carrie. Okay, great. Mary. Yes. Take us through it. Fade in. <laughs> we're, we're, here we are. We're in, it's a slow motion shot of a steamy locker room. Okay. And these are like slow motion and it's ultimate seventies, like g- girls with this long hair, like hair down to their, you know, waist, just like, and everybody's oh, wow. naked. Nobody's not in a state of undress. Like, no. wow. and this is after gym class, I guess. Volleyball. Oh, oh. Volleyball. They play volleyball. They thank play you, volleyball you. at the very beginning. They play volleyball. And it also gets set up that Carrie, it, you know, it's all these like girls and they're all sort of like good at sports, I guess, or having mm-hmm. fun. And Carrie, um, we see Carrie. She's a little shy. She's sort of, you know, kind of, she's got this body language. That it, like she's um, being stoned, like she's being stoned. <laughs> uh, she's sort of crumpled in on herself. She's super shy, and um, she misses a shot or doesn't. She does something wrong in the volleyball game. And Chris, the like number one popular girl, Sydney Sweeney vibes. She Sydney looks Sweeney so vibes, much like sure. her in this movie. That wow. is so true. Oh my gosh, yes, real Sydney Sweeney vibes. So so Chris, like a sort of uh. Says something to Carrie she says, as she's you eat shit. <laughs> yeah, you eat shit. So she says you <laughs> eat shit, and uh, and Carrie's just like, Ugh. and then Norma, who's I this wild character, Norma's she has wild. this hat on her head, and she like she's like Chris's best friend, and Norma like 
hits Carrie in the head with her hat as they pass. So then, so now we're in the locker room, nudity, 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 (laughs) teen girls, like just after volleyball, I guess they got so sweaty that they had to fully take like full on like (laughs) showers, showers. Um, so, uh, they're sort of like hitting each other with towels and like, it's like, and this dreamy music's playing and it's like, oh, look at the, it's so weird. It's like, these are teenage girls and we're like watching them. <laughs> um, and then we go over to Carrie and we see Carrie, she's like alone in the shower and she's having this lovely, peaceful moment in the water. And, um, we see her like scrubbing herself and like, we see the water going down, uh, she's got got one leg lifted, and we see the water going down the it's other like leg. Very sensual, the way she's very like sensual. soaping her. Se- yeah, it's like very slow. It's like yeah, we're like body, body, Sudsy. body, body. Yeah, body, yeah. body, body. And and then suddenly, mixed with the soapy water, is blood. Right, bro. It right, bro. And so the blood really starts coming down her leg, and she brings her hand up to her face, and. We learn in this moment that Carrie has no idea what a period is. She's never been told. So she thinks she is full on dying. She like, she like, her eyes go so wide. She starts screaming. She starts screaming, help, 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 help. And she goes out to the, she like runs out of the shower to the girls in the locker room. And she's like, help me, help me, help me. She's like completely um, losing her mind in this moment. She has no idea what's happening. The girls uh, think she's gross and she's being ridiculous. And then they realize, oh, she's got her period. And so Chris starts like dangling a tampon in front of her. And like then they start throwing tampons and towels and towels and chanting, plug it up. Plug it what? up. Plug it well, up. She's truly getting like, she's like cowering in the corner, getting shit just like thrown at her. And yes, all she's of them getting are like stoned ah, with tampons. Like, laughing. Yeah, it's awful. The worst bullying you've ever seen. It's a nightmare, including Sue Nell, who's played by Amy Irving, who is also among the popular girls, but um, is supposed to be the nicest of the popular girls. But she's doing it, too. Everybody's like, just, oh, this is funny. It's ridiculous. She doesn't know what a period is. Miss Collins comes in, the gym teacher. Oh, no. She comes in and she is pissed she sees what's <laughs> happening she's furious and so she and carrie is like j- just she's like wailing she's like t- totally out of her mind with fear and terror and it's just awful and so miss collins starts <laughs> doing what you do when somebody is in trauma you shake them really hard <laughs> right, right, right. So, well, first you grab the other girls and you just push them all out of the way yeah. <laughs> like a teacher yeah. does half of them are naked you're just grabbing yeah. them <laughs> so she's shaking Carrie and Carrie's getting more and more upset. And then we hear the wait, 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 and a light bulb explodes oh. in, in one of the light fixtures above them. Oh. And so everybody like screams and it kind of like, uh, in a way, it sort of like dispels the tension of the moment and Carrie calms down, you know, and Miss um, Collins tries to comfort her. But yes, we get the sense that, oh, something weird just happened. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the principal's office. I got to say, I'm already like in shock about how terrible everyone is in this movie. It's it's awful. It's It's so bad. Awful. And like, it's so bad. Not at all subtle. Like, it's like everyone is just so mean to Carrie. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. And she couldn't be more like 
she couldn't be asking for i mean no one ever asked for it but she's just like so not in anybody's way <laughs> but in any by any means she's just like so meek and mild-mannered and like vulnerable doesn't cross anybody like anyway so we're in the we're in the principal's office we're with miss collins the gym teacher we're with carrie and we're with a principal and miss collins is talking to the principal and she's like this is what these girls did to her and I think she needs to, we need to let her go home right now because that was an awful thing she just went through. The principal keeps calling her Cassie, which mm. is not her name. Mm-mm. And, uh, and Miss Collins is like, Carrie, you can go home and you do not have to like go to gym class for a week. Like, don't, you know, go take care of yourself. And he calls her Cassie again. And Carrie's like looking down at an ashtray that's on his desk. And when he calls her Cassie, she says, it's Carrie. And the ashtray flips up and and like breaks or something. Mm -hmm. So and everyone's just like, (laughs) everyone's just like, oh, I guess that just (laughs) flew on its own. But well, (laughs) like no one is. Obviously, that was a crazy thing that just happened. But Miss Collins just bends over and picks up the pieces and puts them back on the desk. Like nobody's like. Whoa. <laughs> this girl, this girl could use her mind to move things. Yeah. yeah, nobody really seems to be putting those pieces together. Exactly. So we see Carrie going home. She's like walking home on this like suburban street, head tucked. You know, she's got her um, books. There's this kid on a bike that's like riding near her. He comes up behind her and he calls her "creepy Carrie, creepy Carrie," and then he rides off. And she like has her head down and she looks at him, and we hear the wee wee. And the bike crashes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This Uh-oh. girl. Somebody's not in control of their feelings. No, 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 no. And underestimated, for and sure. underestimated. Yes. So then we see Carrie's mom. So this is Margaret White. And so Carrie White is her name. And Margaret White, we see, and she's a sort of a very uh, forbidding-looking fi- figure. She's got this black cape. She looks um, like a witch, like a she does true like Halloween a witch. witch, like a black cape. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a capelet, I should say. Uh, it's a capelet. Sort of like it's sort of a capelet. Um, <laughs> she's, it's very like covered head to toe, but and like mm. long skirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like fl- her hair is very um like curly, but also fluffy. You know. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's that perfect seventies fluff, and. Her mom is, uh, she's like at a door. She's like going door to door. We're led to believe. And the door opens and it's, um, Sue Nell's mother. It's Mrs. Nell. And Mrs. Nell's having a cocktail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and watching a show on TV. And she opens the door and she's like, Oh boy, it's Miss White. Um, cause she knows what that means. It means that Mrs. White is, she's coming to be, tell her the good word. She's coming to like, Preach about Jesus. And she has how. like a deep sort of Southern. Ooh, you yes, gotta let that. Jesus. It's like very, it's such a very These interesting. These are godless times, yeah. Mrs. Nell. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. <laughs> she's really scary. Um, so she's spreading God's gospel. She's a real religious zealot. We get that right away. Um, so Mrs. Nell gives her money. She's like, here's five bucks. Uh, I don't need Jesus today <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and uh, Miss White takes the money and she leaves and she goes back to her house and we see Carrie is up in the attic. So like she got home earlier than her mom and she's like looking out of her little attic window. She sees her mom coming home. Um, and woof, this house. Oh God, this house. Head to toe 
Jesus. All over the place. And it's like all over the place. Rickety wooden kind of creepy house in general. Yeah. And a lot of, yeah, a lot of religious images and uh, a lot of um, candles and stuff. inside and, yeah, creepy. Yeah. And so uh, Carrie uh, is up in the attic. That's where her room is. And then her mom gets a phone call. When she walks in the door, she has a phone call. We don't hear the other end of the conversation, but we put two and two together that that was Miss Collins from the school calling her mom to let her know what happened. Let her know she got her period. This, like, terrible thing happened in the locker room. Um, just to give her mom a heads up. And, oh, her mom does not handle it well. <laughs> she calls Carrie down oh, no. and she um, – because her getting a period, it's like, you're a woman now. A woman this is now. original sin. You know, After yes. the blood come the boys. Yes, after the blood come the boys. <laughs> Um, she like and slaps her with weak. A, she like pulls out of some like Bible verses and like slaps Carrie in the face of them and is like, read this. Yeah. Oh my she God. has Carrie get on her knees and she opens the book and she's like, say Eve was weak. Say Eve was weak. And she like hits her in the face with the Bible. Holy shit. Um, so this is this is like just the worst case for Carrie that she got her period. And oh, and she also is like saying to her mom, she's like, I didn't know. How come you didn't yeah, tell me, why mama? Didn't, why didn't how you tell didn't me, tell mama? Me? You should have told yeah. me, mama. Like she's like so yeah. embarrassed and feels so badly that like her mom could have told her and never did. And so confused. Like what? Like you knew this. Why didn't you tell me this was going to happen to me? This is the worst possible interaction. Also, I just have to say, I hate scary moms. Scary moms yeah, are the scariest possible thing. Scary moms. They're supposed bad. to be the safe spot. They're yeah. supposed to be the loving, like yeah. central, foundational part of your life. And when they're not, damn, it hurts. It really hurts. Damn, it hurts. It's, damn. <laughs> damn. Um, so then, so Carrie's like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it. You know, she's sort of like, um, they get into a little tussle and the mom's like, you're going in your closet. And so she shoves her into this dark closet that's like in the kitchen. And Carrie is screaming. I mean, it's the most upsetting screaming. It's like she is like, you know, she like gets shoved into this closet. It's totally dark in there. There's like a little altar with candles and the scariest um, like crucifixion sculpture I've ever seen. This yeah, is like a. So scary. This Jesus, it looks like his eyes are like glowing or something, and he's like looking up. It, it's just so scary. Yeah. A- and Carrie goes in there and she like beats on the door, tries to get out, and then eventually realizes there's no use in that. So she, um, she like starts praying, she, you know, she quiets down. Hours later, uh, her mom's just humming to herself, st- sewing. At, like the oldest, creepiest sewing machine. <laughs> yeah. It's like black and intense. And she's making what we assume is another capelet. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Carrie like quietly comes out of the closet. So maybe her mom unlocked it at a certain point or whatever. Carrie had fallen asleep. I don't know. But anyway, Carrie comes out. She comes up to her mom. She says, I'm sorry, mama. And she kisses her mom on the cheek very gently. And then she goes upstairs. And the mom's like kind of smiling like, there's my, you know, docile. Obedient obedient." little baby. Yeah. So then we see Carrie up in her room and she's like looking at herself in the mirror. And like the mirror is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like it's like bending as she's looking at herself in it. And we hear the, and it breaks. It like shatters. 
And her mom hears it from downstairs and is like, Carrie? <laughs> Suddenly concerned. <laughs> and she <laughs> she goes up to the attic. And she's like, Carrie? And she can't open the door. And then she finally, uh, Carrie responds, it's open, mama. And she opens the door. And Carrie's just on her knees praying. The mirror is like put back together. But it's mm-hmm. uh, if you look closely, you would see that it had been broken. But there's no pieces on the floor anymore. And Carrie's just like, I'm just saying my prayers. <laughs> and um, the mom's like, go to sleep. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Literally. And so then we're at school and we're in a class and we're – this is I, an English class or – Must a, be. Poetry class or something. Anyway, Carrie sits at the back, of course, and we see all the kids, you know, and we see – we get our first look at Tommy Ross, who is um, Sue Nell's boyfriend, and he is the golden boy of the school. He's got is these- this John Travolta? No. 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 Oh. This is um, unknown. All right. And <laughs> he, this is – this is – he has a name, and this actor's name is William Cat. All right. William Cat. Sure, sure, um, sure. Meow. Meow. Yeah, he has the most stunning blonde curls you've oh. ever seen. It's like a 70s babe through and through. Truly. Mm. And Tommy, um, there's a teacher who's like pacing up and down. Oh, and the students are like, while the teacher is very clueless style, like, you know, throwing spitballs at each other and all this stuff. And the teacher is like walking up and down the rows and he's reading uh, – this poem out loud to the class and it's a pretty good poem and we see carrie sort of she like takes notes she writes one of the lines of the poem on her notebook and uh then the teacher ends the poem and he's like well tommy you're not just known for you know running million dollar touchdowns or whatever the thing is um (laughs) or being a track star looks like you're a, a poet as well and Tommy's like, oh, shucks, you know, he sort of like has a good sense of humor about it. And then the teacher's like, any criticisms? And he opens it up to the floor. And what does Carrie say? <gasps> it's beautiful. And we Aww. hear just Carrie's little voice from the back of the room say that. Aww. And the teacher absolutely roasts her. It's crazy. <laughs> he straight up makes fun of her. like, it's beautiful. <laughs> well, Miss White. Tommy. Oh. Well, that's not exactly a criticism, is it? Oh, this little bitch thinks the poem's good. Like, it's so, so crazy. It's awful. So this teacher just totally goes to town on her, makes a whole class laugh at her. It's so funny. Tommy, meanwhile, seems like genuinely like, that's nice what she said. Like, he, yeah. he sort of, he's not really joining in on the fun very much. He's mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Uh everyone makes fun of her. Yeah. So but but we we get the sense like, oh Tommy's like a he's like a good guy. Mm-hmm. I mean he's a poet. He's a poet. How bad could it be? He's got he's a poet. He's a poet. How bad could he be? Uh-oh. Um uh-huh. now gym class. Here we are. So we we're we're uh we see all the girls from gym class. Carrie's not there, right? Because she's been excused from gym for a while. And we see, like, in the background, a janitor scrubbing. It. There's graffiti on the doors to the gym that say, Carrie White eats shit. Ugh. Which I don't know that how that became the message. But uh, yeah, anyway. I don't know. But it's, <laughs> it's straight to the point, I guess. I, I don't know. Do we can assume still... this is Chris's doing. I, yeah. I, I'm just so curious about what high school's like. 
currently? Because you know that bullying still has to happen, but it's not like this. Do you know what I, I mean? I can't imagine it. Yeah, totally. It's got to be sure so much more. it all happens on social media. Yes, you're totally yeah. right. It's probably yeah. like you post stories about people, you like talk about people, or you like Ugh. don't invite people to things on, or it's got to be all social because media it's, based. Because it's like not, it's not like in vogue. Sorry, I don't know why I use that phrase. That's the only thing I think of. But that, to like be, to be like, <laughs> to be like outwardly bullying. Do you know what I mean? It's like not yeah. okay that's anymore. Not cool. right. It's not cool anymore. But you right. know that it has to still be happening somehow. Anyway, that's yeah. a whole other conversation. But it's just making me think about how horrible it must be to be a high yeah. schooler. Terrible. I think it all the is time. all online. I think you're totally right. Yeah. Oh, so sad. It's the worst. <laughs> so Miss Collins, ooh, she's gonna get some revenge. She's looking at these girls who have absolutely no remorse about what they did to Carrie, and she's like, she dresses them down, and she's like, you have no idea how awful what you did really was. Mm. And it, what's worse, you don't even care. You're not even, like, listening to me. And they're, like, kind of snickering and juggling. Or, <laughs> juggling. They're all juggling. It's really weird. <laughs> they're, like, you know, giggling and, like, you know. <laughs> they're all juggling. But they're also juggling. They're really good at juggling. <laughs> and that, and you need to know. I mean, it's impressive. They're all, every single girl in gym class is an extremely good juggler. <laughs> and this is vital to the story. Um, and so, <laughs> so, oh, we get the sense, oh, that Chris is, Yes, we, we, she's the queen bee of the school and oof, she is a mean lady. Um, but, but Miss Collins is like, hey, guess what? Uh, I went to the principal. I told him what, what, told him what you did. And I wanted them to give you a, sus- a week suspension and, um, refusal of your prom tickets. And the girls panic because that's mm-hmm. like the worst case, the worst thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario is up there with gophers, you know? And so she's, <laughs> That's that's awful. You can't. Uh, and so the girl's like, you can't do that. That's not fair. And then Miss Collins is like, they said uh, they said I couldn't do that, but they did say that you would have a week's detention with me. And if you and Chris is like, I'm not going to that. And Miss Collins is like, hmm, that's up to you. If you don't want to go, you don't have to. But if you miss even one detention, that will result in a week suspension. And refusal of your prom ticket. Ooh. And she's like, I'm going to get you where you live. Right. Oh. So she's like getting these girls. <laughs> and it's wonderful. <laughs> Payback. And so she makes them. Uh, oh, oh, and we also hear that Chris, the popular girl, is going to prom with Billy Nolan. And we haven't met Billy yet. I met Billy yet. We, and we also learned that Sue, who is the only one who does seem to feel a little bit guilty now. Yeah. She like looks like she feels bad. She's going to prom with Tommy Golden Boy. Oh, Tommy Golden okay. Boy. Yeah. So, uh, and and Miss Collins really shames her for that. Like she's like, "Who are you going to prom with?" And Sue's like, "Tommy Ross." And, and she's like, "Hmm, must be nice or something like that." <laughs> uh, she really makes her feel bad for having a boyfriend. Um, okay, and then there's a fun workout montage, and this is where we really get some good seventies athletic oh, looks. So fun. <laughs> So, so fun. fun. High socks, teeny shorts, high waisted, tucked in t shirts. It's great. <laughs> Their detention is basically just like they have to work out really hard outside for yeah. an hour. And it's a lot of uh, shots of young girls doing squats. And Steven Spielberg, Steven was, Spielberg on set was that yeah, day. Hanging out, <laughs> yes, sort of. Exactly. He's like, let's do it again. Sort of a lineup just for him to pick who his next girlfriend's going to be. Yeah. And so, um, 
the so then we cut to Carrie and she's in the library. She's taking this time to um work out her mind. Mm. Good for her. And she goes to the library and she starts. We see her use the card catalog, which can you believe that oh. the physical card catalog with the little drawers I pull. What out. a relic! What a relic! <laughs> and she's looking up miracles. Okay, so she's starting to get curious about what's mm-hmm. going on with her. Mm-hmm. She can't explain it either, but she's getting curious. And so then we cut back to the workout montage. Uh, we see Chris. Uh, she's basically like, I'm not doing this anymore. This I'm I'm out. Like, cause, oh, because uh, the Miss Calls is trying to make them run. They're all like running in place in a huddle. Yeah. They're all so close together. It's very strange. I know. Strange. It's weird. And like, Miss Collins out. is in the foreground with <laughs> her back so- to them for some reason. <laughs> she's just like, run. I'll know if you're not. <laughs> But she, yeah, Chris is like, I'm not freaking doing this. And uh, Miss Collins is like, well, if you do, uh, you know, you better get back up there and do something. And I just wrote down, stick them up your ass, which is what Chris says to Miss Collins. Yeah. So uh, she says, if you don't run, like you, fine, you don't, then you don't go to prom. You're getting suspended. You're not going to go to prom. She says something, yeah, she and says, Chris like, says, "Then you stick can like your kiss, kiss your prom tickets goodbye." Oh yeah, maybe like, well, you that. could stick them up your ass, or and then pow, slaps Miss Collins, slaps the shit. Oh <laughs> my, thirty God. times, and now we know that happened thirty, 30 times. <laughs> Yikes! It is, it is, boy, it is like I mean, you watch and you go, ooh, <laughs> like it is a real slap. And oh, and also no, none of Chris's friends like go along with her. Like Chris is like, come on, Norma. And Norma like puts her head down and she's like, Sue. And Sue's like, give it a rest, Chris. Like nobody's really like on Chris's side here. Um, and so after she slaps the shit out of her, uh, Sue's like, or Chris is like, you can't do this, which I actually agree with. Her. Uh, that, I don't, yeah. Like, yeah. You can't, you absolutely can't do that. that. You can't hit a student. No. <laughs> yes. And so she's like, this is not the end of this. And she like gets in Miss Collins' face and she storms off the athletic field. And Miss Collins is like, you're out of the prom. <gasps> We're back in the library. Carrie's now, she's in the section about mind, <laughs> mind things. <laughs> and she's looking up, ooh, powers of the mind. She opens a book. She sees something about telekinesis. And then, then we cut to um, Sue. She goes up to Tommy. He's like in his track football practice. Mm-hmm. And she comes up to him. She pulls him aside. And she's like, hey, can I talk to you? And he's like, yeah. And she says, I want you to take Carrie White to prom. Mm. And Tommy's like, Huh? <laughs> and she's like, I just want you to do it. And he's like, Wow. Like he's like he's like, I want to go to prom with you. And she's like, No, I want I want you to take Carrie. And we get the sense that these two are really in love. Sue and Tommy have a have a yeah. very mature relationship. She's just doing that out of the kindness of her heart. She's like, I just we, think you we should We get be. the sense that this is actually yeah. a kind okay. thing. She's like, yes. okay. you know, it would mean a lot to Carrie. We all did a really mean thing to her. Like you can yeah. tell that she means it. She's like, please do this for me. It would be very yeah. sweet to take Carrie to prom. Okay. This so is her, a, like, owning her, I don't know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 a pain you, you did bad, a bad thing bad and thing. you want to do a Repent. Good, she's repenting. She's, yeah, she's repenting. a, Thank this you. is her atonement. Atonement. That was the word. That was the word. Thank you, Mary. This is her atonement. Yeah. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So then we see Chris and Billy Nolan, the one and only John Travolta, <gasps> here on he a is. date, and oh, he's hot rodding it. He's like driving around town. Um, Chris is like, 
putting on makeup and like Billy's like oogling her body and stuff. And uh, people like drive up and give him a beer and he like, starts drinking. Drive and, and toss a beer from their win- car window <laughs> to his. He drinks it. Billy's bad news. Bad boy. Um, and he really sucks. And then uh, he like swerves or something. And Chris like messes up her lipstick and she calls him a stupid shit. And Billy doesn't like that. And so he slaps her. Chris is Great. getting slapped a lot. A lot. Great. They have a very strange, like, toxic relationship. I literally wrote, they have a very strange dynamic (laughs) in my notes. Because she, like, keeps calling him a stupid chick. And and because she, like, wants to make him mad. And then he keeps hitting her and being like, like, I told you not to call me that. But then they, like, start hooking up. But then she, like, stops. She's like, what the fuck? Why aren't you hooking up? Like, it's just, like, bad. It's bad. It's weird. It's really weird. So now we're back. And I think, I believe, I didn't write this down, but I think it is in the library that we, we we're back at school. It's another day. Carrie's in there doing her research. Tommy comes up to her and asks her what she's reading. And she's just like, it's not. It's and about he's sewing. Like, it's about, it's about sewing. That's right. Um, which was quick thinking on her quick part. Quick thinking. Because mm. um, he's like, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Tommy's like, oh, I was just wondering, do you want to go to prom with me? Oh. And Carrie's like, can't believe this is happening and also just totally assumes this is a trick like she assumes this isn't real he doesn't mean this i don't know why he's doing this but so he says she says no she's like no no i can't i'm I'm not going i'm no no she like scurries away from away yeah yeah and then um then we see miss collins I can't remember what leads into this. I don't know if she finds Carrie like runs away and then sitting alone outside by the gym. Miss Collins just finds her there and is like, what's going on, Carrie? And Carrie tells her, you know, they're trying. Tommy asked me to prom. uh, I said, no. She's like, they're tricking me. I just know they're tricking me. And Miss Collins is like, no, that's like a night. You should go to prom. That's like a really sweet, nice thing. And Miss Collins is like, you uh, you have no idea how pretty you are. Like, this is – isn't that exciting that Tommy asked you out? Yeah. And she's like, you have no idea how pretty you are. Come with me. And she goes to the bathroom with Carrie. And she, like, stands in the mirror with her. And she's like, look at you. You're so beautiful. Like, look, look at this face. Look at this hair. Look at this – look at these lips. You just add – you know, put a little lipstick on. It's, it's so beautiful. It's, so, it's, like, very sweet, but it also is so funny. She's like, you're so pretty. You just, you know, you put some <laughs> mascara on. And look at your beautiful <laughs> yeah. hair. Curl it. And – Oh, look at these beautiful lips. Maybe you should put some lipstick on your lips. Yeah. Like it's like, you're so beautiful, but also try. Can you try? You know, you're so beautiful. A With a couple in. tweaks, yeah. we could really see it. Um, and so, so this it's a sweet moment. It's like we, you know, Miss Collins is on Carrie's side. She's like her her, her biggest defender mm-hmm. in this world. And then Miss Collins calls Tommy and Sue into her office, and she's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> she's <laughs> She also thinks that they're trying to trick her, mm-hmm. trying to trick Carrie, even though she hope you know, to Carrie, she's like, no, it's nice. It's nice. But to them, she's like, what are you doing? Why? What's the end game here? Yeah. She's like, I know you two were dating. You're going to prom together. Like, Sue, yeah. why? Why is he taking her to prom? Yeah. And and he's like, why can't, Why is it anybody's business who I take to prom? Why can't I just take who I want to take? And she's like, because I know you don't want to take her. <laughs> I actually don't know if she says that. <laughs> Something but, like that. That's the energy. That's the, that's the energy. Yeah. I, eventually, Miss Collins is like, okay, okay. If this is real, you know, just treat her right or whatever. And Tommy's like, well, she's not going to go with me anyway because she said no. And Sue's like, well, you know, 
try harder. didn't try hard enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Tom, we see Tommy go to Carrie's house. Uh oh. <gasps> he knocks on the door. She opens the door. She, it's like just her in the screen. Her mom's like uh, somewhere in the <laughs> house behind her. And, um, he tries to convince her to go. And we hear like her mom asking, <gasps> who is it? Who is it? So like there, there's like an urgency to this exchange. And Tommy's like, just say you'll go. Just say you'll go with me. And she's like, no, I can't, I feel, I can't, I can't, I can't. He's like, just say you'll go and then I'll leave, I promise. And then so he sort of manipulates her mm-hmm. into um, <laughs> going to prom with him. Yep. So she says yes. And she uh, she shuts the door and great. So Tommy and Carrie are going to go to prom again. Great. Now, this is a really crazy thing. So then we see Chris and her boyfriend, Billy, and they're, they're friends. So like none of the girls from school, but uh, a couple guys that are – Billy's friends, I think, mm-hmm. who still date high school girls. And <laughs> they're at a pig farm. We, like, see them walking by a mural of, like, happy pigs in a field, which is definitely not what happens back mm-hmm. there. Um, they sneak into this pig farm, and you hear all these pigs, you know, um, oh, wrestling around this. and oinking. It's the worst. They get into the pen, and... And uh, Tommy hands his – or not Tommy. Tommy's not there. My Tommy's God. not there. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Billy hands his friend a sledgehammer and is like, go do it. And they've got like a, an empty gas can there too. So um, he's like, go do it. And his friend's like, I can't. And then Billy takes the sledgehammer. He's like, fine, I'll do it. And he like vaults over the fence. And he gets back there and we see Chris go, do it, do it, Billy. And then we see Billy like rear back and he, we don't like see the actual contact, but we see him like, and we Kill hear a the pig. scream of a pig. And like, yeah, so he's <gasps> very like, clear what he's a pig. there to do. What the fuck? Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being like, do it? <laughs> no. I love this. Chris is not well. Chris no, is Chris not well. She's been she's been slapped and we a bunch. Get the to sense be that Chris is not well. <laughs> we can no. sort of imply that um, things aren't good with Chris. She's sort of not well. spiritually, mentally, <laughs> emotionally. So he like murders his pig, and then we cut away from it. We don't know like what is going on. Um, then we see Carrie and her mom at dinner, and Carrie, very and nervous, tells her mom, hey, "I've been invited to prom." And um, her mom's like, no, absolutely not. You're not going. And Carrie's like, mama, I want to be a normal person. I want to, I want to like experience things. And I, I feel like if I don't do this, I'm going to end, I'm never going to be normal. You know, like she's, she's aware that she's like on the verge of becoming like her mother, essentially. Um, And her mom is like, no, no, no. You know where she takes her right to the corner. First, she throws her drink (gasps) in her face. Douses her in the face with a drink, which also blows out the candle that's sitting right in front of Carrie. Which, what a metaphor. Yeah. Just putting that light light right out. Put that light right out. Um, So, she she tries, oh no, she tries to take her to the closet. And Carrie's like, everything isn't a sin. He's a nice boy. And then mom again, uh, after the blood comes the boys. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh. Oh, and so as as her mom's taking her to the closet, we hear the wait, wait, and all the windows in the house shut. Oh, nice. and Carrie's mom like is like you know she's like the devil. Yes, literally. Exa- oh, yes, she, she, exactly. Of course, and of course, I think so she goes, she's like witch. Yeah, she calls witch. her a witch. Like she's the uh, Satan is working through her. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, so, but Carrie's kind of standing up to her. Carrie's like, I'm going and you can't stop me. And her mom is like now scared of her. Mm. She's like, okay, well now I'm living with Satan. Mm. <laughs> okay. What's the next move? You know, <laughs> Satan, Satan put himself in your, in your father. And, and Carrie's like, no, mama, he left you with a nut for another woman. Everybody knows that. And she's like, oh, the devil has got you. <laughs> No, you guys. I am loving the accents. Mary, the accents your carry is perfect. I know, I, I, Emily. Your cast. Oh your cast as Carrie and Carrie's mother. <laughs> I can't wait to play both roles. And me, I want to play Miss Collins. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so then we cut to the high school, and it's like in the middle of the night at the high school gym, and we see Billy rigging a big bucket. Uh, up in the rafters above the stage in the gym. And Chris is down there below and she calls him a stupid shit a bunch because he's not moving fast enough. Uh, and we see him fill the bucket with the pig's blood from the gas container. <laughs> um, so then we cut to school the next day. We see some of Billy's friends like trying to get into prom somehow, right? Or like one get the, tickets. One of the dudes goes up to, I, I think he's a teacher who like runs the running the prom committee and he's like hey I want to be on the prom committee and the teacher's like we don't actually I you know do you I think he says like are you a student here he's like yeah totally uh I want to be on the prom committee <laughs> yeah. um uh, and the guy's like okay I guess we could use help with decorations and he's like no uh I want to count the ballots I'm going to be the person who counts the ballots for prom king and queen and the teacher's like okay I show up at 6 30 goes nope I'm going to be there at 8 see you at 8 uh <laughs> and it's like okay sure yeah nothing suspicious there yeah um, so then we go back to the gym. It's during the day and the breath, the prom committee's there decorating. Um, all some of the girls from the gym class are there. We see, um, Sue, she's there. We see Chris is there and the girls are like, they're talking about how Tommy's taking Carrie and how insane that is. Uh, and Chris is like, uh, she like tells Norma, I'm going to sneak in. Don't worry. I'll be there. Mm. And Norma's like, ah, how are you going to do that? <laughs> And then, um, then we see a fun getting ready montage. We see Tommy trying on his tuxedo for the first time that day, I guess. Yeah. It, we, <laughs> he and his two friends, this is a very cute, funny little scene. They're, they're like trying to convince their one friend to get a tux. He's like, tuxes don't work for me. I can't, I, tuxes don't, I don't look good in tuxes. And they like keep trying on their tuxes. They're like, see how good I look. See how good you look. And they get, and the friend ends up buying like a tuxedo t shirt. And they're like, oh, great. it's like, they're just like, we're cute, sweet guys. Yeah, um, and Carrie, they're good guys. They're good guys, yeah. and we see Carrie at a drugstore trying like every different lipstick and like trying a bunch of lipsticks and wiping it off. And trying, she's like excited to get ready for prom. She's excited. Um, so uh, yes, so she goes. She's at home and she's wearing the most glorious like silk like slip dress. I mean, it <gasps> looks beautiful on her. Um. And her mom, and she's putting on pink lipstick, and her mom's like, I can see your dirty pillows. Emily, please. I can see your dirty pillows. <laughs> her, and she her says, boobs. they're breasts, mama, and every woman has them. Yes. So Carrie's starting to really come into her own here. She's starting to feel her power. Hell and yeah. then her mom's I like, he's not coming. pillows. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and, her, and she's like, her mom almost seems as nervous as Carrie is, and she's convinced that Tommy's going to ditch her. She's, he's not coming. Um, and she keeps saying that. She's like, he's not coming. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. And Carrie's like, Mama, stop. I want to have fun. I'm going to go and hang out with these people. 
Um, and she does her TK telekinesis. Telekinesis. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I was like, she does her. And she does her TK. Tuck, tuck jumps. Um, she does her telekinesis, and uh, she like, as her mom's like trying to keep her from going out the door, she like forces her mom to lie down, and her mom's like, <gasps> nice. and so she lies down. Uh, and then, okay, so then we're at the prom. Well, um, oh, well, Carrie gets out, walks out the door to go to prom because Tommy's there. She forces her mom right. to lie on the bed, and then she like yeah. goes and leaves, and her mom just stands up and goes. Thou shall not suffer a witch to live. So important. Thank you, Emily. Yes, so important. That line. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Um, about so what's going to happen? So happen? Now, nothing good. Then we go to prom and it's glorious. It's the prom. So fun. Nobody's prom was like, it's beautiful. It's in the gym. It's decorated. It's so well. They're having the time of their lives. I oh, mean, it's great. Oh, it's prom. great. There's a live band, which I was really excited by. Mm-hmm. There's a live band. People are dancing. Oh, yes. The decorations are great. The outfits are amazing. Norma is in a prom dress and still wears her hat, which is very funny to me. Um, <laughs> Uh, Carrie just wants to sit at the table. She doesn't want to dance. Tommy keeps inviting her to dance, and she doesn't want to dance. Uh, Miss Collins drops by to check in on them. Um, Tommy goes to, like, see another friend or get a drink or something. And Miss Collins sits with Carrie, and she, like, they have a heart-to-heart where Miss Collins is like, oh, you know, my prom was was uh, crazy, too. I went with a boy, and his car broke down. And we had to walk three miles to the prom, but it was still, it was the most wonderful night. And I'm just mm-hmm. so excited that you're going to have a magical night. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carrie's so happy. She's like, really like, for the first time, she like feels like she's a part of things, you know. Um, and Miss Collins leaves and Tommy uh, comes back and they're just chatting and they like have a nice rapport. And he uh, mentions to her like, oh, maybe we can go to the after party at the Beehive. Who knows what that is? But um, he invites her to it. And, well, she was like, oh, no, you go hang out with your friends. And he was like, well, no, I want you to come with me. Aww. And Carrie's like, huh? Um, and Aww. then he finally does convince her to go up and dance. And they have the, – it's a really long scene with the camera just going around them as they dance. Yeah, it's really – I so there's this is a tribute. So they're they're dancing and it, the, it's the, – it's – we're just like spinning. It's really dizzying. Like it, like actually, like is hard to watch how quickly they're spinning and the camera is spinning around them. And they they achieved this because by putting the two of them on a platform that was spinning in one direction, and they had the camera on a dolly spinning the opposite direction. Oh, that's them. cool. So it's literally wow. they're like spinning twice as fast as they otherwise <gasps> could be because they're going around each other. Wow, that's cool. That's fascinating. Um. So Tommy is really getting her to open up, and and Carrie's like, uh, she's like never never danced before. She's never like gone to the Beehive, certainly. Mm-mm. But she also says, and I've never even she doesn't finish her sentence, but we can assume been kissed. Oh, and sweet Tommy leans in and gives her her first kiss. Oh my God! And the music is wonderful, and it's so sweet and wonderful. And Carrie's like, just she feels safe. It's clear. <gasps> And they sit back down, and they've got the ballots now for uh, prom king and queen in front of them. And there's, like, five options. And the fifth option, Tommy and Carrie. 
Oh and Carrie's God. like, what the fuck? How do I get on here? <laughs> and Tommy's like, well, let's vote for ourselves. Come on. It's so fun. We'll just go up there and everyone will clap for us and we'll get like a free hat. And by that, I mean a tiara. Crown. A crown. <laughs> and he's, he's like very like casual about it. And that I think convinces Carrie to like, okay, yeah, let's, let's vote for us. So she does. Then we see Norma going around and collecting the ballots. Uh-oh. So Norma and then Bill, Billy's friend. Billy. Freddie or something. Yeah. So they're collecting the ballots. Ballots, please. Ballots, please. And they, um, then we go back to Carrie's mom's house and she's just, she, this is a very strange scene with the camera above. We see her mom in the kitchen thinking for a second and then she grabs a bunch of carrots and just starts chopping them. Uh-huh. And then, stops hitting the carrots and is just chopping with a knife against uh, a butcher block. No, thanks. But then we go back to the gym and we see Chris and Billy are there and they're peeking through the curtain. They're like looking out at the prom and um, all the ballots are in at this point. And I think we see that uh, Sue has arrived as well, right? Uh-huh. Sue is Sue there. wants to like see how it's going. Her, her yeah. sweet plan to let Carrie go to the prom. Oh, because earlier they say you're not allowed to go to the prom unless you have a date, which is so Stop fucked it. up. Oh, right. That's <laughs> so right. I like, forgot about when that. When Sue tells Tommy to ask Carrie to prom, it means she can't go to prom because she doesn't have a date, which is horrible. What? So she sneaks in just to see like how prom is going. And she's just in like her regular clothes. She's in like yeah. cute jeans and a top. Yeah. And, um, and okay, so great. So it's like sort of like, okay, now's the moment where we announce prom king and queen. We also saw, uh, Norma replaced ballots with a Mm. bunch that they had brought. Yes. So in this case, there was election fraud. There was election fraud. There really was. This is how it works. This is usually how it works. This is what Donald Trump was talking about. Okay. Well, that's good to know. He was talking about the movie Carrie. Talk about the movie Carrie. So then, so, okay, so then they announced Prom King and Queen. Oh, my God, it's Tommy and Carrie. Mm. It's this beautiful, the music swells, it's slow motion. Carrie's like, oh, my God, everybody's, like, clapping She's for like her. She's, like, tearing up. She looks <gasps> Miss so Collins happy. is so excited for her. Oh, my God, she's over the moon. They, like, ascend the steps up to the stage. Chris and um, Billy are, like, there watching them go up the steps. Like they're they're underneath the stairs, and they get up there, and she like gets her tiara placed, and she's holding. She's got that, like she's holding her flowers, and Tommy's there, and he's like, "Isn't this so? Look at she beautiful." It's like this, pu- and it goes on for a really long time. Oh, no. It's like a couple minutes of like the dream of all of this, uh-huh. um, and her looking out at these people who have rejected her for years and years, and they're all like accepting her, and not only that, like holding her up on this pedestal. Is this a beautiful moment? And then um then we see Sue and she's like watching this and she's like, this is nice. And then she sees a, a rope that's like going up the side of the curtains. And she like is following this rope with her eyes. It's all in slow motion, all of this. And she looks up and she's like sees it go into the rafters. So she moves out from beside the stage or like off stage to like get a better look she's following this rope as it goes up into the ceiling and we see miss collins clock her and miss collins is like that bitch she thinks she's there to like ruin this moment for carrie Mm -hmm. 
So she like goes over to Sue and like grabs her. And Sue at this point has seen the bucket mm. that's She's up above them. Seen the bucket, mm-hmm. and she has seen Chris yes. with the holding the rope. So she's like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, I, she Chris puts two and two together. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, my God. She's, like, pointing at the bucket. And she's like, no, no. Like, she, she like, tries to communicate what's happening. And Miss Collins is like, you bitch. She's like, how dare Once you? Again, You're just trying really to, like. grabbing her and, like, throwing her out her. of the room. She, yeah, she throws her out of the gym, slams the door behind, and is like, that, God, thank goodness I was here. I saved Carrie. Nope. And then, um, and then at a certain point. Chris pulls the rope. The bucket falls. And Carrie, smiling, is just covered in pig's blood. Oh, oh my God. It's oh, my God. so awful. It's worse than I thought it was going to be. It's so much worse. She just is frozen there. Like, it's... And you hear... Oh, it's such a powerful moment because everybody's quiet. And you just hear the bucket swing back and forth. Oh. It's, that's the only sound. Holy shit. And the, and the sound of the blood dripping from Holy her face. Holy shit. And and she's like in total she like cannot process what's happening. No, of course not. And then all of a sudden everybody starts laughing. Laughing? Well, it's so interesting the way so it's it's the sound cuts out except for the bucket and the blood. But we are aware that Carrie like because you see Tommy looks up and sees the bucket and starts mouthing like, what the? But we don't hear it. Like all other. Is this like for right. Carrie? All other sound is cut off because Tommy's yes. going like, who did? Like, he's really mad. It's like, what the fuck is this? And it's like looking around. The bucket then falls, hits him in the head and knocks him out. It's like a big metal bucket. So he's right. knocked out. Norma starts laughing, but mostly everybody else is just shocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Carrie starts hearing, like, in her own head, she starts hearing all the mean things that people have said to her over the course of the movie. She starts hearing the chanting of, plug it up, plug it up. Um, she Carrie hears, White eats shit. Carrie White eats shit. She hears her mom going, they're all going to laugh at you. 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 And yeah. then she starts seeing everybody laughing. But it seems like that that's not what's actually happening because she sees right. in her mind it's in her mind she sees miss collins laughing miss collins definitely isn't laughing yeah because she also mm-hmm. she also hears miss collins saying like you can trust me carrie you should right. go to the prom and so the she's ultimate like betrayal eh. yeah she overhears the principals calling her cassie she's like they've all been in on it yes this is a long one is they, laughing this, at me yes they Everyone all planned conspired this. to get me here <gasps> yeah. in this moment and make this happen to me and uh, she is not happy. No, she's mad. And she so mad. she's standing there and it's the iconic image of her like just head to toe in blood, her eyes really big. And she looks over to the doors and they shut. <gasps> she looks over to another pair of doors. They shut. Like, so she like sort of is like closing off the gym. Uh-huh. Um, Closing all the doors and the windows. Oh, and then she like, yeah, looks go ahead. up the lights, shuts the lights off. Holy yeah, shit. So then and there's just only like a red, red glow. Like, yeah, like exit sign glow. And oh, everybody starts freaking out. <laughs> I think, honestly, they, the way, the degree to which people start freaking out from the 
<laughs> just the lights going on. I mean, it'd be scary. But all it of a sudden, scary. everyone in the gym is like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. they're like running over each other. Like they start going crazy. It becomes a really dangerous situation because they cannot open the doors and mm-hmm. everybody starts panicking. And then there's a crush of people to get out of the. So, yes, people are getting trampled. People are there's like. Um, uh, the lights, like there's sparks from the lights that are, uh, and like live wire gets broken at some point and uh, a hose like oh, goes she, off. Yeah, with her mind, she takes the fire hose out. Yeah. Of the thing and starts using it like a trained animal to like spray. To like spray she like spray looks people. at it and it like sprays at one person. She looks at it and it sprays another person. And she's like controlling the fire hose like a little like attack dog. Like Holy shit. like in like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, at the end the oh, pit yeah. oh, yeah. where he like snips it up. It's like it's that only it's the fire hose. She's like go get him get him. Get That's him. right. <laughs> That's right. And then there's also like a live wire. So like th- this is like a real like choose your own adventure of a terrible way to die. Mm-hmm. You could get electrocuted in a puddle of water. You could get set on fire. You could get like um, spray like sprayed with an insane amount of water. You can get crushed by people. And um, soon the curtains catch fire. Yeah. Well, she like so we see at one point the principal goes over to the microphone to try to be like, right. OK, everybody calm down. Carrie looks to him and uh, the I guess the live wire falls near that and he gets ele- he's like gets electrocuted. So he's like holding the microphone. And he gets fried and dies. Holy shit. Mrs. Collins is standing against a wall and she goes, Carrie. And then a big thing of wood like falls from the right. ceiling. Like Carrie makes it happen, falls from the ceiling, chops her down the middle. Holy we don't shit. see that, but like that is what it like pins her against the wall and she slumps over. So Mrs. Every, Collins everyone's is dead. dead. Everyone's and then dying. we see, yeah, the curtain catches fire. Oh curtain catches God. fire. There's smoke. So now these people are just being roasted alive. And Carrie heads on out. She walks out. She and very slow. She like never changes her pace. And she keeps her arms like this. Oh, it's so fascinating. Oh <laughs> my God. Just hands out. And I'm just gonna do the rest of the podcast. <laughs> and so hands out. She keeps hands her arms out to like the that, sides. And she just walks out of the gym covered in blood. And as she's walking down the street, meanwhile, you hear the screams of the people who like she's just murdered her oh, the entire shit. You know, Do you think she's killed everyone there. in the gymnasium, or just oh yeah, a few yes. people? Oh, oh everyone, oh, everybody yeah, yeah, who was everyone's dead. dead. It's and a total massacre. Oh, and she, she kills is, everyone. She kills, she kills everyone. But guess who got out? Chris and Billy. No, get out. They managed to get out, and so she's walking down the road. Oh, and Sue, and Sue, and, and Sue, Sue was got out. out. And Sue, Sue and Sue, out. yes, but Sue so was she, out. She's yeah. covered head to toe in blood. This is a the teenage girl covered head to toe in blood, and and. A fire truck going to deal with the fire, but like a big fire truck drives right past this girl covered in blood walking down the center of the road. And I'm like, I guess we don't care. I guess we don't care about that. He's like, we got bigger fish to fry, baby. We'll be back for you. Um, so, so yeah. So, and then we see Chris and Billy and they're in the car and, and Chris sees Carrie and she's like, kill her. Like, is like, there, she's like, tells Billy run this girl over run her over Whoa, so Chris. Billy starts like speeding for her um and uh and they're behind her I think yeah. right because then she turns yeah so uh, and Carrie hears it she turns and looks and the car just like flips over oh, and hell yeah. um and explodes and explodes oh wow okay and they're, so dead too. they're dead they're dead Carrie's taking care of everybody except Everyone. for Sue Carrie goes back to her home and her house is covered in lit candles. 
Like every surface has a candle that's lit on it. It, it, like it's really kind of eerie and she's like what's going on and she calls for her mom doesn't find her mom she goes up uh stairs she like rinses off she like gets gets all the blood off of her she gets into her like very sort of chaste nightgown that she always wears she's got her hair she's like back to carry it's nasty so this bathtub she just like gets in a tub which means she's yeah. like sitting in pig bloody blood. water it's ew yeah i don't like it at all yeah. Oh, but we've seen when she goes upstairs to her room and goes into the mm. bathroom to take a bath, we see behind the door her mom is hiding, just standing mm. perfectly still behind the door. And I saw I was like, oh, yeah. she's going to kill her in the bathtub. But no, she doesn't. She just stays behind the door and waits for her to get out of the bath. Uh, so she comes out of the out of the bath and, and walks into her room. And so her mom, like, reveals herself from behind the door and Carrie mm-hmm. hugs her and is like, Mama, you know, you were you right. You were right. You were right. And um, the mom, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Then she has this monologue, right, where she talks about this monologue is very upsetting. Oh, no. Her mom is like, I (laughs) she she talks about like the man she was married to or it was before they were married or something. And she was like, we were together and we never laid together. We slept together. I mean, like we laid next to each other, but we never did anything, you know, because we weren't married. But then one night I saw him looking down at me and he had that look in his eyes and he had the whiskey on his breath and he took me (gasps) and I liked it. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) And she's like, I liked it. God help me. I liked it. And, um, And then she's like, and I felt, I felt him, uh, I should have done something when I felt him finish in me or something like that. He put the devil in me. I should have killed myself after he put (gasps) it in me. And then she says, I should have sent you to God when you were born. I knew he put the Uh, devil in me. Oh, my God. And so Carrie's like, wow, this is a lot. Yeah, this is a bad Mom, night. I sort of had my own night. I sort of had my own thing. Yeah, it's just like you just like didn't ask me anything about prom when I came. You're really making it about you right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so Carrie's just like, "Well, this is a nightmare." And then her mom tries to. She says, "Do it." Yeah, she says, "Let's let's pray." She and Carrie's like, "Yeah, let's pray, Mama." And she they go down and she goes, "Let's pray one mm-hmm. last time." Pulls up a knife, oh. stabs Carrie in the back. Holy mm-hmm. shit. That makes Carrie tumble down the stairs into the kitchen. Carrie's mom comes for her again. Smiling. She's holding her yes. knife and she's like. <laughs> Awful. And then Carrie uh, basically uses her TK. TK. Trademark. TK. TK. And like pins her mom against the closet door, actually, the the, mm. the door to the closet that she normally gets thrown into. And she, like, s- starts shooting knives from around the kitchen into her mom. And her mm. mom. Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, her, mom, her mom goes to, like, stab her and it, with in that carry t- TK's a knife into that hand. So she, like, puts, yes. her, like, basically, like, crucified style, like, one yes. knife in one hand, a knife in the other hand, and then, like, tunk, tunk, knife tunk, like, yes, knife all through her chest. And Holy her mom shit. like slumps over, and it's like like classic like this is the Jesus pose. Her mom, see her though, mom in the like as she's dying, seems to be happy. She's like laughing, yeah, she and then it sort of happy. seems like she climaxes 
as she oh, dies. Okay. She's sort of like, ha ha. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like it's and then she dies and so, like eyes open like that creepy Jesus. A sweet release. A of sweet some release. Kind. Yeah. Oh, and then also the the candles uh, catch fire, and that so the house candles. and it's an old little candles. wooden house. Yeah, and so so this house is like starting to Burn. not do well. It's like there's like the sound of a something falling from up above, like a, a rafter or something, and that kind of snaps Carrie out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And she like runs to she like sees what happened to her mom. She sees that her mom's dead. And she's like, "Mama, no!" And she like pulls all the knives out of her mom, and she like tries to pull her mom out of the house. Oh, and she her tries mom to still pull her mom. Yeah, one of her hands is still attached, and Carrie's just like pulling on her. I was <laughs> very upset. Um, and then she's pulling, she's pulling, and then the house, and then she doesn't get out. Yeah, she drags her mom into the closet with her. Right. She, like, grabs her, oh. drags her, they go into the closet, and she just, like, holds her while the house starts crumbling and, and burning simultaneously. It looks like it's sinking into hell. It yeah. really does. Like, it starts, yeah. like, going into the ground, and it's, yes, like, it collapsing like kind of and burning at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Tough. Oh, my God. And then God. we see we see Carrie Carrie dies like Carrie is also dead oh, and then we, she's done oh she's done Dunzo, and we see we do one more little last shot on that creepy Jesus and his little like glowy eyes oh. um, and then yeah the house just like totally burns up and it's clear that there would be no survivors oh my it's God. a bad night then now we're we're uh, we see Sue uh, or we see her mom her mom is on the phone. Um, we see Mrs. Nell and this, she says something that I think is so ridiculous. Someone calls and Mrs. Nell is like, Oh, oh, thank God. No, I'm just relieved not to talk to another reporter. Um, she's okay. She's doing better. I mean, she sleeps a lot, which I guess is understandable, but the doctor's saying that, you know, thankfully she's young enough that she'll eventually forget this whole thing. <laughs> I was saying to Matt, I was like, it's not like she's three. She's like right, 17 also, years old. Uh, forget it's this like, whole thing. Forget everyone know. she knows dying in a massive, horrible way. Absolutely I not. don't know that. I don't think you get past that. No, especially when you're that age, when you're so impressionable and everything's like sinking in even like, harder. Remember how you told your boyfriend to ask this girl to prom that resulted <laughs> in the death of him and everyone you yes. know? I don't think you're going to forget <laughs> that. And her mom's like, she's just sleeping a lot. Um, and meanwhile, this town is like devastated by the the, the murder of like uh, the children. Like, she it's says, like, the mom says like, oh, no, I didn't let her go to the funerals. What with Tommy and everyone else gone? <laughs> Like, yeah, no. such a weird phone call. Who is calling her and like, so give me the latest. How Sue? <laughs> Tell me the um, deeds. <laughs> and then we see Sue and she's in bed and she's like, uh, she's asleep. She's just, you know, in a, in a trauma, um, uh, sleep. Mm-hmm. And we uh, suddenly we're in this kind of bright, dreamy, uh, it's like a uh, suburban street. It's like this lovely music playing. It's a it's the same music, dreamy music that plays throughout at the beginning, at the prom, at the end. And um, Sue's wearing this gorgeous sundress, and she's holding flowers. She's walking down this street, and she like enters this little yard, and she goes in again. This <laughs> takes so long too, and she's at in a um, cemetery. 
and she goes up to the uh, uh, tombstone that says Carrie White. She it, right? no, she, it's um, she goes to the plot that burned plot of land where the Carrie White's uh, house was. That's yes, and yes, it's, yes. But there is like a cross there that's like the for sale vacant lot, like for sale. For sale. Sign. Thank you, God. I okay. always assume it's but, a it, but she's carrying. She's bringing it as if she's going to like. That is yeah. sort of the, you know, laying flowers at the grave. Because that is, is all a dream. where she died. This, this well, well, we we don't know. We don't know. It, yeah, she's just like oh, okay. visiting this spot. Um, we, okay. Yes, we've seen we've seen Sue asleep and then we see this scene. Okay, I see, I see. I wasn't certain this was a, a dream at this point. I thought it was might have been like the Me next either. day. Because we've cut to the oh, next see, day before. Okay. But okay. yeah, but the but the like for sale wouldn't for sale sign someone has graffitied on it. Carrie Rot burns and Carrie White burns in hell on yes. the sign down here. And I was like, but everyone who hates her died. Who wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, maybe a parent, somebody sure. who somebody who was really uh, had a and bone to pick with Carrie. Which and there's reasons. <laughs> there's reasons. So yeah, so it's not it's not a tombstone. Yes, it's like a yeah. And so she but but Sue is like, I'm going to lay these flowers down here on this gravesite, I guess. And she lays the flowers down and suddenly a hand shoots up from <gasps> the ground and grabs her wrist. And Sue starts screaming and she's screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming. And then we see her in her bed. She starts screaming and screaming and screaming. And her mom comes in and is like, Sue, 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 oh, You haven't forgotten Sue. this yet. <laughs> She's like, oh God, it was just two days Again? ago. <laughs> and um, Sue's like hysterically crying and like so upset. And um, and then that's that's it. That's, that's the it. end of the movie. That's, that's roll end. credits. Yeah, roll credits. <gasps> that what to me was the biggest jump. Like yeah. there, the movie is not really that scary in terms of like yeah, like <gasps> jump but that scares, moment. Yeah. yeah, it was a true jump scare for me when the hand comes out <laughs> and it's like covered in blood, um, yeah. like she was when she got the blood jaws on her. Which I realized is interesting because at the beginning when she gets her period <gasps> oh, and has yes, a, she get her, her hand, hand is covered in blood, in blood. The person she grabs with her bloody hand is Sue. Yes. Oh. So then at the oh, end, be a Sue beautiful has moment of mirror image of yes. being grabbed by Carrie's uh, bloody hand and holy yeah, that's shit! The end of the movie. Wait, I want there to be a, a what Sue's rest of her story. They I need did to know. make a Carrie too, I think, and I saw a trivia that like it's, uh, that actor is the only one who appears for Carrie too from the yes, original cast. Amy Irving, like, right, yeah, yeah, they all died. <laughs> Right. They're all dead. Yeah. Right. Except for her. Because they died. They died. Um, yeah, she comes back. And I, I did see that the, ra- the Rage, Carry the Rage or something when it came out. I feel like it was in the mid-90s or something, or late 90s. Um, and she was, uh, Sue was now a teacher at this school, I think, if I'm Classic remembering correctly. choice. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there you have it. There's Carrie. There you have oh, it. Oh, my God. Mary. Hell yeah. That was amazing. I was fucking Riveted. I mean, Emily, thank you so much for helping me with those details. Thanks for getting me to Very, watch this movie. I'm thrilled you liked it. It's also, it's so wild because it, th- like, the bullying is really horrifying. You know, like, something really bad is going to happen. And there are the moments of telekinesis. But it's so interesting that for, like, an hour and ten minutes, it's just sort of a sad, like, a drama about this girl right. getting bullied in high school. And then, and then it all happens so they're so like fast. Oh, okay yeah. you're dead you're dead you're dead you're dead chaos 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 mom tries to kill her she it's just like 
Like I was like, when is this going to become a horror movie? Oh, right here. Yeah, the very end. And it's also the. Yeah, I mean, it really does beg the question of if her mom wasn't who she was, would this power have manifested in the way that it did? Maybe not. Maybe not. Probably not. And, and like that. Yeah, the small moment of if she hadn't been pranked, then it, it, prank. It's funny to call it a prank when it is so massive and hor- horrifying. But if yeah, that yeah. hadn't happened, none of none of that. You know, it's none just like that, that one happened. choice became. It's enough also, in her mind Right It's also interesting to me That Chris really like Honed in on Harry uh, Harry <laughs> Honed in on Carrie As the like Reason Her life Is awful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When she, Carrie had Carrie didn't Ask her to Make her not go to prom yeah. Or like Make her do it Like She didn't do any of this And Chris just like had was out for blood with Carrie for some reason. Yeah, that's another backstory that would be interesting to know. What makes Chris so yeah. bloodthirsty? Something's bad in Chris's home life for sure. I feel like they. I feel like in the book there was there there was some diving into it. I There's need to reread it because be it's been a long time. Oh yeah, because now I'm curious what the different ending is for the book. Yeah, as I can't to remember at all. But yeah, no, Chris hates Carrie so much that that when she comes up with the scheme with. With Billy, her boyfriend, when the, in the moment, the earlier when we first meet him, when they're having a terrible interaction and a very unhealthy relationship, she gives him head. And while she's giving him head, oh, she says, right. I, forgot. I hate Carrie White. Which is also <laughs> yes, like, while she's giving him head. It's also like, how, you, how are you speaking? Mm. You're giving him head. I just was like, this doesn't make any sense. She's, she's powerful. No, yeah, they're they're getting a lot of getting a lot of pleasure from hating from hating yes. someone so deeply. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I hate it. I hate it. Whoa. It's intense. This is fucked up. Okay. Yeah. I my question is, you know, Stephen King like hated the shining, right? Like yes, and he, he loved did. this. Yeah. I wonder I wonder why. You know, I just it's yeah. fascinating to me that he feels that way about so differently about two different movies. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if he saw Jack Torrance's journey in The Shining differently than how Stanley Kubrick saw it. Yeah, I and bet I think you're he right. felt like I well, I don't know if he said this or if this is other people's I, I or if I've heard this that like that character is maybe loosely based on him or like parts right. of it. And so I remember a lot of his critique was, yeah, the, the like treatment of that character and the portrayal of that character. Like he thought, yes, that, that he was like just a total psychopath. Yeah, like a too and like, bad and crazy oh, from the yes. start. Yeah. Right. Cause Jack Nicholson's too like wild and crazy from yeah. the beginning, from the very beginning. Yeah. He's sense. got a little glint in his eye the whole way through that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, all the. Uh, sexist parts aside i do think that brian de palma captured what Mm. i think stephen was hoping for with the kind of of course like how how carrie was such a victim in her life but then also the kind of the dreaminess of the teen Mm. experience that carrie wanted i thought he did a um especially in that prom sequence it was like oh my god we're like in her fantasy and it's Mm. such a and then it falls out like it's like I'm sure exactly how Steve envisioned it. Don't tell him I called him that. <laughs> oh my god! First name. Oh my god! Don't tell him I called him that. No. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him. Don't tell him, Emily. Don't text him. She's texting him literally right I'm, now. I'm texting him right, Stephen. Um. <laughs> okay. In the book, Carrie doesn't die in the house. Um, and she, but she like walks out. 
and is found by Sue. She oh. and Sue have a telepathic conversation. Oh, God. I don't remember any of it. Where this. Carrie realizes that Sue was not in on the prank. Uh, so Carrie forgives Sue and then dies. <laughs> so that's that's the ending of the book. Yeah, I agree. I think the movie ending is more like yeah, powerful. Also, yeah, I'm more horrifying for Sue to just be left with that. Oh my god, trauma. That's the that is the ultimate punishment. Yeah. Oh my god, that was you oh never god. forget it. You never, you absolutely never forget it. Never forget. And it. you wouldn't go back and teach at that high school. Whoa, no. Yeah, first thing I do is you're moving out. Move. You're moving out. Of Get that me out of here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Carrie's kind of a hero. I mean, she should, shouldn't have murdered all those people. But I mean, had she had she learned to control her power, we'd be looking at the next Marvel superhero. There, yeah, alternate universe. Carrie, you know what I mean? Is a is a is a hero. Carrie's in the Avengers. Yeah, but wasn't meant to be here. Wasn't meant to be. Um, I'm so I am so happy. Have you seen the remake? Has anyone seen the remake? Not the because it came out kind of recently, right? I feel like it did in like not. the 2010, 2013 is maybe what I saw when I was looking it up. Was Chloe Grace Moretz the? Is she, or do I yeah. just think it was her? It was her. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I would imagine it. That's probably one of those ones that should have just been not redone. If I had to guess, it's tough. It's tough to do it because Carrie's just such a classic. It's just a classic movie, and it's very hard to redo that. And that um, Sissy Spacek is so very oh good. And she in was it. also unknown at the time. Like she was like the perfect Ugh. Carrie. Like she she was just not a not a movie star. Not a she was just that girl. And that is uh, that is really intense. Yeah. So oh, Julianne Moore is in the remake. Julianne Moore plays the um, mother in the remake. Oh, wow. But no, it looks like it uh, is not super uh, well received. Ansel Elgort is Tommy in the remake. Whoa, I might have to watch this remake just because, like, what a strange, <laughs> strange thing this is. Well, I'll, uh, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll keep you guys posted. Um,. Wow. Mary, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was a joy to tell this story with you, Emily, and to mm. you, Henley. Um, what a treat. I just had a great time. Thank you for having me. You're truly, you should be cast as Carrie in the next in the next one. Your southern accent. I know. Mary's accent is great. It's fucking <laughs> blew me out of the water. What is Mama that? Is no. that a phrase? I don't know. It's a phrase. It's really good. Blew you out of the water. Yeah. 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 Um, Blew you straight out of that water. Mare, what, where can people find you? What should they be watching? What, sh- where sh- what should they be looking for you in? There's just Listen. so many things. She's a star. <laughs> well, I'm not, I have to say I'm not super active on the social, mm-hmm. but you can follow me. But you know, it does give me anxiety. Okay. So I, I'm not I'm not posting a ton, but you can you can follow me because I do I do try to post when there's things upcoming. Um, at Mary Hollandays on Twitter and Instagram, and then the as far as what's going on, there's a movie I'm in called Senior Year that's coming to Netflix May 13th. Woo! Cool. 
So get your accounts in order. Everybody sign up for Netflix. (laughs) Everybody sign up for Netflix. Sign and agree for them to charge you more because they just did that. They just did that. Yeah, and I am very sorry. Everyone's so mad about it. Everyone's so mad about it. And I get that. Um, (laughs) But uh, but that's out. And then there's another show that's on Netflix called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window, which is a fun sort of horror adjacent genre type show so you can have fun with that um and that's that's what i've got going on hell yeah yeah oh my god (laughs) i really have been wanting to watch that that on netflix the woman in the house it's fun it's a fun watch and it's fast yes yes yeah yeah i I will say my my parents started it and my mom was like i I thought it was going to be a fun like a play on it's scary the first she was like they were like when it is it going to get funny like she was not she felt like she was misled but she was told to yeah. keep going and that it and then it 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 does mess with the genre as it continues it does but but it is in a very subtle way in a very nuanced way so it's it's definitely not like over the top um comedy it's it's very sort of layered in there you know, with the suspense so I it's like fun that. it's like That's a nice little treat fun. um check yeah. those things out mary just love you so much thank you for being here love thank you. you so much thank, thank you, you so for much. having me um we usually close the episodes with a voice and i feel like we must do uh margaret white oh. hold on what did she say i could oh, see yes. your dirty pillows okay, okay. <laughs> from all of us here too scary didn't watch <laughs> goodbye. goodbye 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 oh that was good oh goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, my friends, for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you had fun hanging with us, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at TSDW Podcast. And if you're interested in things like bonus episodes, video, trailer reactions, and other cool content, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. All right, we love you all forever and ever, starting a while ago and continuing into eternity. Adios. Adios.